0: Hey, this is Heather Honig-Schweneker. If you want the inside scoop on how to live a more fulfilling life, you should be listening to my good friend, Lisa Stroda.
1: Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Lisa Stroda. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Holistic Life Coach Podcast, where you'll get some motivation, inspiration, and value from movers, shakers, world changers, and unabashed dreamers. If you'd like to share your story, contact me through the show's website, the theholisticlifecoachpodcast.com, and we'll see if you're a good fit. In today's conversation, I sit down with industrial organizational psychologist Heather Honig-Schweneker. Now, on to this week's episode. In today's conversation, I get to sit down with industrial organizational psychologist Heather Honig-Schweneker. Heather works on developing leaders by integrating data from different sources like surveys and assessments. She helps individuals and groups see the patterns in the data and inspire them to action. Heather helps individuals sort out their thoughts, sift through the data, develop goals, and the steps they need to take to achieve them. Welcome, Heather, to the pod. Thank you. I'm happy to be here with you. So, how Did, why did you go into industrial organizational psychology? Yeah, I think my interest in psychology started in high school. So my father
0: has a doctorate in metallurgy and my mother has a master's in chemistry Mm -hmm. and the very smart people, they had a lot to teach me, but I think when it came to human relationships and people's motivation, that just, that was not their strength. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think I had a natural craving to fill that gap for myself. And then when I was in high school, my mom shifted her career into residential real estate and she would come home talking about interesting experiences she'd had with her clients. And she would ask me, what do you think their motivations were? Why do you think they would act that way? And mm-hmm. we would have rich conversations about that. I felt like my, com- my thoughts, my thoughts um, ideas about why somebody may act a certain way were -hmm. were very valid. And I think that also really bolstered my interest in psychology. I wasn't exposed to industrial organizational psychology until I got into college. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the industrial side is, it's about applying science to Mm -hmm. selecting people for jobs, training them, measuring their performance. The organizational side is about topics like, um, employee satisfaction, motivation, organizational behavior, and uh, my professors knew me well. I'd had some experiences, internship experiences on the clinical psychology side, and I mm-hmm. thought, I'm not sure this is quite right for me, and my professors said, we think you really like the industrial side, so um, explored a bit more, and then applied to graduate school, and kept learning more about it. Wow,
1: oh, Now, I used to work for uh, a company that did psychological testing. Ah, so that's what I'm to ask you about what type of tests do you use to measure and, uh, like, is it like a, a battery of tests? I know we used to call them batteries, and we had a mechanical battery and, like, a executive battery and sales one that they would only give the sales department. So certainly
0: with employment, there are a lot of different assessments available. Mm -hmm. So at one time I uh, worked for a provider of workplace assessments that um, were around things like uh, math aptitude, um, reading, finding information on graphics. And so I think it really just depends on the, the nature of the, uh, the project and what the client is needing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, just for your audience, cause sometimes people think psychology and they really think therapy. Their first thought is, okay, she's uh-huh. a therapist in the workplace and I, I don't provide healthcare. Mm-hmm. I, um, uh, my coaching with them really stops short of, of any kind of healthcare. And so assessments could be, around um, leadership skills it could mm-hmm. be around leadership styles and behavior okay. um, personality and, and some other things that um, people can, with some self-awareness mm-hmm. can make some a, choose some adjustments to their behavior that will help them to be more effective.
1: Oh, that is yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. You worked for your previous employer for a number of years and what were you responsible for? what did you enjoy the most? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I
0: worked in human resources and I was focused on uh, employee development. Most of my time was focused on leadership development. And I also spent a couple of years in employee engagement. And so mm-hmm. that's really about helping employees at all levels to um, understand and adopt behaviors that Foster engagement, and that included gathering employee sentiments using surveys and providing that that data to stakeholders. Um, what mm-hmm. did I enjoy most? I enjoyed yeah. most is helping people to achieve their goals. And so um, this might be a skill that someone wants to learn. It might be that they want to have a successful experience. They may want to get to a new job. Maybe they want to lead a team to success. Mm -hmm. And so really helping people find those goals and then achieve them is where I got a lot of pleasure.
1: So your job came to an end near the end of 2020. Yeah. So which happened to be a few months into the pandemic yeah yeah and so
0: how did you deal with it um yeah there were some changes they no longer had a position for me and I felt sadness I certainly did mm-hmm. I, there were several things that I engaged in just to to kind of keep, keep things moving forward. And Uh so, um, I think career wise, I needed to feel like I had some control over my near term future. I hadn't interviewed for a job in 20 years and a lot has changed about job seeking, interviewing, how you get your resume out there. And so I started by working with a career coach to update my resume and create my LinkedIn profile. I hadn't even been on LinkedIn prior to that. And so it was, Mm -hmm. that's been a great tool for learning which of my skills are in demand, uh, learning about employers, there's all kinds of new employers available um, and certainly meeting people. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the the more I meet people, even if I have no specific purpose, uh just just enjoy the getting to know them. you never know what door may open exactly. Yeah. so uh meanwhile at home, yeah I did a lot of cleaning. <laughs> I cleaned out kitchen cabinets, <laughs> I went through uh, parts of the basement, went through closets, and there was something very uh therapeutic you did, about that. I did a complete purge. It's that it's the perfect word, and uh I know that Hillary Clinton said after she lost the presidential election Uh that 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 was how she coped initially was she cleaned out closets, and so yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good use of time. It needed to be done, and there there was something about it that that just felt good. There is
1: it's kind of like therapeutic would be absolutely the word that because I think you're physically cleaning things, and and which will get your mind into. Let's clean. Let's go through these other things. What else? What else in my life? Yeah. Do I need to clean out or get rid of? Mm -hmm. Just,
0: just pull, take, take out of my life. They're not bad things. They might be great for someone else, but -hmm. I don't need them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also tried new recipes. I discovered that I like baking quick breads. Um, after a full, a few weeks of a lot of cooking, my husband has asked me to pull back. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you
1: know, I'm going to have trouble getting my clothes to fit if you keep cooking like oh, this. Oh, see, that's, that's so a good, okay. Can, can you say, test me a full bag. I'm thinking, well, hmm, it's either, this was, didn't turn out the way she planned, or, the, but that's, yeah. I'm half Italian, so that's great. That when someone's, like, my pants aren't fitting, that means I did good. You like my food. Yes, I was overfeeding them. A little, a little too
0: many sweets. Yeah. Uh, of course, my daughter thought it was great. She's like, oh, you know, mom's <laughs> making all this stuff and there's convenient things to warm up after people had leftovers left behind. So she loved it. But yeah, he uh, he asked me just to pace it a little, mm-hmm. a little bit more <laughs> so that he wasn't um, so tempted about things. Um, another yeah. thing that really helped was that I had the support of my husband <laughs> yeah. going through all of this and that we were in a good place financially. And so I realized that someone else having an experience where their job comes to an end, you know, if they're Mm -hmm. not in a good place financially, they, they may not be able or they don't have stability in other aspects of the life. They may not be able to enjoy some of the exploration that I've had. Um, I'm really glad that over the years we listened to advice to live within our means and save an emergency fund. And I know we all think we're we're never going to need it, Mm -hmm. but things happen and both my husband and I, um, our fathers experienced job loss while, yeah. b- before we got out of high school or, or before for me, before I got out of college. And so we, we just knew that even when things seem rosy, yeah, you need to put a few dollars aside because you, clearly we've all had a, a year plus of mm-hmm. things happening that we hadn't anticipated and, and we had to adapt. So, um, that yeah. stability in my life before my job ended provided a safe place so that I could explore for future career options grow and nurture my network and try new things like doing this podcast
1: with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard so many stories about preparing for, uh, you know, uh, an unexpected event or someone uh, told me that, you know, I wish I had disability insurance. I, I didn't know that my place of employment didn't provide that until It was, you know, it was basically too late. Um, So, yeah, that's really important uh, to do and to to have and to live within your means. And because, yeah, I mean, who would have guessed a pandemic? Well, we had the derecho. Oh my god, we had that. We had the pandemic. I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, I think if we looked in a crystal ball in in, twenty nineteen, like yeah. If someone told us this was going to happen, we would have just thought they were nuts. Like, yeah, that's not going to happen.
0: Got, got to prepare at least yeah. a little bit for yeah. the unknown. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the so, last thing I would say about that is that it really benefited my mental health mm-hmm. to not have all of the focus on me. Um, yeah. So I volunteered, uh, as you know, with Lead Her, which yeah. is a local mentorship program for professional women mm-hmm. um, and began mentoring someone where I think really enjoyable mentoring relationship uh, still. I have spent more time with family. Mm-hmm. So that's been good. I mean, that was really what I w- was looking to do. Uh-huh. And um, unfortunately, we experienced two deaths in the family um, in the first few months of the calendar year, and so it was great that I was available to focus on other people's needs and not just
1: focus on what was going on with me. Mm-hmm. And that that's really important when going through something like the pandemic or trying to get out of a rut. Yeah. And turning the focus onto someone else and figuring out what they need, helping them and helping someone just, it brings you so much joy and re reward.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't, doesn't have to be time consuming or expensive. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just little things or taking time to listen to someone. I heard someone say, um, when you're having a bad day or mm-hmm. you feel like you've made a lot of mistakes that day, one of the best things you can do to lift your mood is is just do something nice for someone else. So
1: it's worth yeah. a try. Yeah. Exactly. And like you said, it doesn't take much. Yeah. It could be a text. It yeah. could be like uh, go old school and send it. Send just send a letter. Yeah. Like a little note thinking of you, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah. It, it just, I think in that terms a little goes a long way. Well, I might take some cookies that my husband has said he <laughs> doesn't really, uh, he would
0: prefer not to eat and, uh, share them with the neighbor. Yeah. Or something. There's, there's all kinds of ways to, to get enjoyment out of, out of those experiences.
1: Yeah. So what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career
0: similar to yours? Yeah. If someone is interested in industrial organizational psychology, I would encourage them to study it. So our national organization is society for Indust- industrial organizational psychology, SIOP. Mm-hmm. So, so I would encourage someone to go, go out and learn about it because there's also related fields, organizational development, someone's mm-hmm. passion may be more around change management. There's a lot of different related um, things that people can get in, involved in and learn about. Mm-hmm. And, um, I would encourage them to, to think about what what is it the youth think you might want to practice, particularly if someone is maybe a little further in their career and they've had some organizational experiences, what are the things that they, they really want to get deep in and are there local employers that are looking for people to do that? Are there graduate programs mm-hmm. that, um, specialize in that? Because, you know, nobody wants to invest a lot and then find out that, okay, this, this program isn't going to deliver the training that I need, or isn't going to help me get from this point to the point that I want to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, LinkedIn is a cool tool for, mm-hmm. I've seen a few people put out requests. They want to interview, maybe they're studying, um, industrial psychology or related fields, or they, um, are just trying to learn about it to decide, do they want to pursue education and, and employment there? And I think, I think people would be happy to share with someone else. What were their experiences? How did they get to that point in their mm-hmm. uh, career? What would they do differently? Yeah. Um, and you know, my goodness, just sometimes you just got to jump in with both feet and and see what it's like and and see where life takes you next.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we met through lead her, like you said, and that is such a remarkable, um, organization and it mentors women, women, mentoring women. Yes. And I've met some just incredible women through lead her Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, you just learn so much, like you said, just by talking to someone else just sparks an idea. And, you know, and off you go. Yeah, (laughs) you never know. And I think, you know, and you never know on your end, if you've sparked an idea in someone, you don't know, but And you might think, I didn't really, I didn't really say too much at the meeting or I didn't really meet too many people. I just said, hello, how are you? But I, you know, maybe you mentioned a book you read or, or, and then all of a sudden that just, and you don't know, that sparked an idea for someone and you made a difference you never and you know. You never know. And, and for me, it was following up afterward on
0: LinkedIn and uh-huh. after one of the huddle sessions. Uh, yeah. And so I, yeah, I, and whatever someone's involved in, mm-hmm. I think it take those opportunities to follow up or connect in other ways. And you don't, you don't know what other connections or doors might open. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So what keeps you motivated? I, I thought
0: of three things. And so first I'm really committed to optimism, Mhm. Realistic optimism is essential for resilience. Mm-hmm. I keep in mind that I am modeling for my child how to bounce back from disappointments. Yeah. We all have them in life and she will tell And I, I would like for her to be able to reflect and think, okay, you know, this is going to be tough, but how do I get through this? And, and had that modeled for her. And as I've talked about, I'm enjoying opening as many doors as possible. It's fun to see what's behind them. As you and I were just talking about, you can't reliably predict who Mm -hmm. may have an opportunity for you. And to me, an opportunity is not necessarily a job. It's just a way, a way for me to keep moving forward. Anything Mm -hmm. that keeps me from being stuck. So yeah. All these great yeah. people to connect with and uh, just kind of ex- experience the adventure mm-hmm. of uh, seeing what happens next in life. But I do I have to flip back to the fact that ha- having this other stability in my life mm-hmm. en- enables that. If, if I didn't have that, if I were at risk of homelessness or something, you know, then then, yes, I'd certainly acknowledge that um, might not be able to uh, have the luxury of so much exploration mm-hmm. and, and just seeing what happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to get to our quick fire questions and they don't have to be exactly that quick. I mean, we don't have to be quick for an answer, but there's just, they're, they're a lot of fun. So if you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive, who would they be? Any three people? Oh, what a good question. I'm going to say Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey. Mm -hmm. How about Jesus? Yeah. That would be yeah, quite an, in, that would be an interesting dinner. I I think, yeah, I think it would be fascinating conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your morning routine? Oh, goodness. These days, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny to observe yourself when you have, when you don't have the time constraints that you normally do. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to get up and and get a lot of things done. I just kind of get inspired after breakfast and I usually plan the next day, a few things that I want to get taken care of. Probably the main thing is
1: um, I, I usually plan for every day of some things that I want to get accomplished. Yeah. so That's good. That I mean, that's, that's perfect. That's having a plan. Yeah. 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 If you could turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell her? probably you know that the basics are
0: are really important you know eat mm-hmm. well sleep well which doesn't mean you know nap every day stay up late and get up late every morning you know just <laughs> get get a regular sleep routine going mm-hmm. um Focus on relationships, you know, stay in touch with all the people that uh, have been important as as I was preparing for that stage. I was about 18 I was in college, you know, stay, stay in touch with people in my past and yeah, just explore. The 18 is such a great time to explore all the possibilities, especially if someone is career oriented and there's mm-hmm. so, so many uh, future fields that will come open. So,
1: and the last one is if heaven exists, I believe it does, but what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates
0: oh what a great question I would love to hear God tell me that I I ran the race well I don't know that he will yeah. um gosh you know maybe just a big hug and you're forgiven mm. beautiful yeah
1: beautiful that just that just gets my heartstrings right now
0: <laughs> You got me. Yeah, I know. I know, <laughs> listeners, you can't
1: you can't see me, but I have t- tears in my eyes. Was, we both do. Yeah, what yeah. <laughs> <They're> great questions. <laughs> so, where can people find you if they want to know more about leadership development, talent management? I know you said you are on LinkedIn. I am on LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, so um, they can find me under Heather H. Schweneker on LinkedIn and. That's probably the, probably the easiest way.
1: Mm-hmm. So okay, and Schweneker is S C H. Oh yeah, W E N N E K E R. Yes. Hey, yep. perfect. <laughs> well, I, you have a long last name. I have a short one, but it's got, it starts with four consonants. So <laughs> <laughs> it gets butchered all the time. Right? That's all right. I'm used to
0: it. People put extra letters in there, <laughs> leave some out. At least they don't confuse me with other people too often. Yeah. So it's not, it's not too bad. There, there are other Heather Schwinnaker's mm-hmm. actually in, um, in link on LinkedIn. So, um, but yeah, I'm mm-hmm. the Heather H Schwinnaker mm-hmm. in uh, Davenport, Iowa. So I think they'll be able to find me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, All of Heather's contact information will be in the show notes and uh, also on our Facebook page. Uh, There will be a link to the show notes. So thank you, Heather, for joining us today. I enjoyed this. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to our new episode all the way through. And for that, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You can find Heather's contact information in the show notes at theholisticlifecoachpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at theholisticlifecoachpodcast and at theholisticlifecoachpodcast on Facebook. Thanks again. Until next time, beautiful souls.